0: What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So today, I'm going to tell you about a doctor named Carrie Maday, who was one of the first whistleblowers trying to get the word out that this kabobo job was all bad, that it was leading to transhumanism, humans 2.0. She's been speaking out from the very start, trying to get the word out. Well, she had to cancel some upcoming, I guess, conferences where she was going to be a speaker because she said the medical board is savagely attacking her, basically trying to take her medical license away. Well, she was in a plane crash two days ago. Luckily, she survived. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dr. Peter McCullough. He will be coming to the Bay Area to speak. I totally wish I could go see him. If I still lived in the Bay, I would be there. And I'm gonna talk about the decreasing birth rate going on all over the world. Well, more specifically, all over in the countries that forced jabs on their citizens. We have a little bit of other stuff on my cover, but let's start with Dr. Carrie Maday. So just a little bit of background on her. She's originally from Dearborn, Michigan, and she received her medical degree from Kansas City University of Medical Bioscience in 2001 she has basically been studying vaccines and nanotechnology for a couple of decades you guys and when all of this kabobo nonsense came about she saw they were going to do the whole mrna thing and started warning people that this was going to alter the human genome alter dna If you go to her website, actually, it's www.KerryMadej, and that's M-E-D-E-J.com. She has a lot of stuff in there. You can sign up for her newsletter, and actually, they're doing a GoFundMe for her because she's literally in the ICU right now and can't work. So if you go to her website, you can donate if you want, and you can just check out what she has to say. She's extremely fucking intelligent, you guys, and she caught on to the bullshit way before i'd say uh 98 of doctors and risked everything to try to get the word out to try to warn people and now just like dr peter mccullough the medical board is going after her license and yes you heard that right i guess they're trying to decertify dr peter mccullough because they say he's a prolific spreader of misinformation. It's like, get the fuck out of here. This guy has treated and cured more people that were suffering from COVID than any of these twats in the FDA or the CDC. They're fucking bureaucrats. This guy was actually there, frontline treating people, not sending people home to come back when they're basically passing out because their blood oxygen level was so low. So let's get back to Carrie. Now, on her website, she states that she believes the body, mind, and spirit are equally important in achieving wellness, and the balanced body has inherent ability to heal itself. She believes a physician should be a teacher of health to the patient, as well as identify the cause of disease in order to have an optimal body. That, you know, doesn't sound so crazy and out there, but like in this day and age, we don't have many thinkers that are doctors. We have little bootlickers that are towing the line and all of these doctors are risking everything, their livelihood. And look at, look at Carrie. She just fucking had a plane crash. So possibly risking their lives. So let me just kind of tell you her statement on exactly what happened during the plane crash. Now I'm getting this information from a screenshot of a message she sent, and it's on the irish sentinel.com. So her statement is this was my plane. I was flying in returning from Florida after meeting with like-minded people on 6 26, 2022, the plane engine stalls and no one can figure out why yet. we are gliding fine. And then the RPMs dropped to zero in seconds and we dropped like a rock don't understand it it's a miracle we're alive i'm still processing everything and my brain is foggy i'll fill you in later i'm still in the icu in atlanta but recovering well so she has fractures of the lower left leg five vertebrae fractures but all good they don't need surgery bruised all over and a nice black eye the tib fib so like the bones in your leg we clean cut and displaced so that the foot was facing 120 degrees in the wrong direction. Lots of dry heaving by a couple of paramedics. It took 30 minutes to find us. I finally found a phone to pin our location. We are forced to crash into trees. However, Billy found a loggers trail that he followed so we didn't get major damage from the trees before crashing. And Billy is her boyfriend who is piloting this uh, plane so she goes on to say that was another miracle in itself then the Wi-Fi goes out and the phone overheats one thing after another finally heard voices on megaphones and I screamed help louder and longer than I ever have in my life Billy has 20 years experience as a pilot and suffered skull fractures facial fractures T1 fracture oh my god that's terrible that's in the spine and he has LOC which in medical speak just means loss of consciousness. So luckily, like she said, there's no brain bleeds or anything like that. So like I said a little bit ago, you guys go check out her website. It is Carrie M-A-D-E-J, M-A-D-E-J dot com. And you can see what she's all about. You can see the work and the fight she's been at it just as long as us. All the listeners, I know you guys have been on this shit hardcore. She's one of the first doctors and I give her much respect. So if you want to donate to their GoFundMe page or whatever the fuck it's called, it's actually through PayPal. It's not GoFundMe. Same idea. Um, Go ahead and do that because she is going to need the support. She is going to be in the hospital for a hot minute, you guys. And I don't know if you ever had an injury and not been able to work, but that shit sucks. You're all fucked up, and then you start to go broke and basically deplete your savings, and it's a very expensive experience. So now moving on to Dr. Peter McCullough. So check this out. I got this invite because I'm a member of the Children's Health Defense California chapter. So he, Dr. Peter McCullough, will be at a private residence on July 23rd in Menlo Park, California and this whole little talk he's doing starts at 4 p.m so just let's get let's do a little background on dr peter mccullough the one the medical board is trying to decertify right now dr mccullough is a board certified internist and cardiologist who has published more than 1,000 papers and scientific journals his works have appeared in the new england journal of medicine journal of american medical association the lancet and the british medical journal He's the Editor-in-Chief of, quote, Reviews in Cardiovascular Medicine and a Senior Associate Editor of the American Journal of Cardiology. Since the onset of the pandemic, you guys, he's like OG, like Dr. Madej. He has been trying to get the word out there. He has authored over 40 peer-reviewed publications on COVID-19. On November 19th, 2020, he testified on the merits of early treatment for COVID-19 before the U.S. Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs. And now, like I told you, they're going after his board certification because supposedly he spreads misinformation. No, this guy was the one out there in the front lines, unlike fucking Fauci. He was the one actually saving people's lives unlike all the doctors around the united states that refuse to look at the real science and tell the cdc and the fda to shove their bullshit up their ass he did not toe the line and just like dr madey he is risking everything so if you want an invite to this hit me up and i will send it through my children's health defense account and hopefully you can go see him. If I lived in the Bay still, I would totally be there. Much respect to Dr. Peter McCullough. Now, while we are on the subject of doctor and hospital fuckery, I'm gonna tell you about some information I found on a website called principia-scientific.com. And check this shit out, this is just horrifying. So apparently, according to a recent markup report, Facebook, aka Meta, aka Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard, they have been receiving sensitive medical information from hospital websites. Experts say some hospitals use an ad tracking tool and it probably violates a federal law protecting health information. So this tracking tool that's been installed on many hospital websites is basically collecting data. Like every time you make an appointment with a doctor it includes your medical conditions your prescriptions and the hospitals are sending it to facebook you know the company that's fucking famous for violating their users privacy so the markup tested the website of newsweek's top 100 hospitals in america on 33 of them they found the tracker called the metapixel sending facebook a packet of data whenever a person clicked a button to schedule a doctor's appointment the data is connected to an IP address an identifier that's like a computer's mailing address and can generally be linked to a specific individual or household and it's creating an intimate receipt of the appointment request for Facebook so like I just said you guys it's a third of top hospitals and why why are they sending this information to Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard I mean come on it's John Hopkins Hospital it's UCLA it's New York Presbyterian Northwestern Memorial Duke University and others. So, if you go to the website of the University of Hospitals Cleveland Medical Center, and click "Schedule Online" button to a doctor's page, it prompted the MetaPixel to send Facebook the text of the button, the doctor's name, and the search term that markup used was "pregnancy termination." The markup also found the MetaPixel installed inside the password-protected patient portals of seven health systems and check this out on five of those system pages they were able to document the pixel sending facebook data about real patients who volunteered to participate in the pixel hunt project which is a collaboration between the markup and mozilla rally the project is crowdsourced and it's undertaking in which anyone can install mozilla's rally browser add-on in order to send the markup data on the MetaPixel as it appears on sites that they visit So the data sent to hospitals included the names of the patients' medications, descriptions of their allergic reactions, and details about their upcoming doctor's appointments. The markup identified seven health systems that had installed Pixels inside their password-protected patient portals, and they are the Community Health Network, Edward Elmhurst Health, FastMed, Novent Health, Piedmont, Renown Health, and WakeMed. Now, if you guys happen to use any of the hospitals or medical systems I just listed, you need to try to opt out. And what you can do is install some free software to make it so they aren't tracking you. Just go to crackstation.net and you can download that program. But if you happen to be on Facebook and you open up another browser to go into your patient portal, it's tracking it so bad, you guys. So do what you got to do and get opted out. I mean, a lot of hospitals that were contacted after this research was done never responded. There was one hospital that then removed the Metapixel software, but no one else even responded. Facebook slash Meta slash Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard never responded to the researchers of this study. It's fucking insane. Like, how is that not a direct violation of federal HIPAA laws? And I'm sure 98% of people don't even know what's happening. It's fucking crazy. So check your shit out if you use any of those hospitals or hospital systems I mentioned. So while we're on the subject of the fucked up medical system, I'm going to tell you about Dr. Helsted Holman, who in 1976 was the youngest professor to be named chairman of Stanford University's Department of Medicine he was only 35 years old he wrote the medical establishment is not primarily engaged in the disinterested pursuit of knowledge into medical practice rather in significant part it is engaged in special interest advocacy pursuing and preserving social power Holman called for a paradigm shift in the medical laboratory research that would be innovative support intellectual freedom And have the courage to tackle the many challenges and shortcomings clinical medical practices faced holman said the greatest obstacle he was confronted with within the medical community was what he called quote-unquote excellence deception which he defined as an ideological justification that rejects criticism and insulates itself from alternative medical theories and opinions Consequently, Holman was calling out the hubris that pervaded the higher echelons of the medical establishment. Unfortunately, it would seem that nobody paid attention to his warnings. The doctors that have spoke out in the last two years have been ostracized, persecuted, and ultimately had their reputations destroyed in the mainstream media. One example of that is a brilliant scientist who was victimized by today's scientific inquisition and was the late Nobel laureate, Dr. Luc Montaner. In 1983, Dr. Montaner discovered the HIV virus. Later in life, he entered into a forbidden zone to validate quantum properties that might explain homeopathy's efficacy. His research involved teleportation of genetic frequencies from his French laboratory that were then successfully restructured into actual DNA or RNA amino acid sequences at a university laboratory in Italy, yet for this accomplishment, which I totally believe and a lot of other people believe he should have gotten a second Nobel award. He was attacked for being a quack, a charlatan and the scientific community, quote unquote, those dicks. Even Wikipedia went after him. He was labeled a conspiracy theorist for having been one of the first geneticists to review the SARS-2 coronavirus genetic sequence and to say it probably had a lab origin which today is not even a conspiracy theory but if you said that two years ago you were straight up attacked censored and silenced even today with the lab leak theory being a mainstream theory if you search dr luke Montanay's name you will find nothing but mainstream media calling him a quack fact checking him there was a couple of memes that came out before he died saying that this is a statement from dr luke Montenay. if you have taken the third dose of the kabobo vaccine go and take a test for aids then sue your government now fact checkers are going to tell you he never said that and it was just made up on facebook but who fucking knows at this point because if you look at a lot of government data after people get that third dose they are getting a vaccine induced type of aids Now, another thing that Luke Montanay said was that he thought these vaccines were going to cause variants and ADE, which is antibody dependent enhancement, which we're looking at government stats, government data, and it looks like he was right about both claims. So fuck you mainstream media and your lame ass fact checks you haven't even bothered to go back and correct because... Kobobo was definitely leaked from a lab. This is not a natural virus. These shots are definitely harming people. And unsurprisingly, birth rates are dropping in countries all around the world. Now, let me just remind you of a little quote by Bill Gates evil. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower the population by perhaps 10 or 15%. Yes, he said that. And now we finally have some studies coming out from different countries around the world. We have them from different states. And there is a very obvious drop in birth rates, which is like the first time in fucking history. And it correlates with countries and the time frame when the vaccines were first rolled out. Now the problem is these studies are nine months too late. We don't know what it's gonna look like in another nine months i mean is it going to be more than 10 percent population drop because of these shots we just don't know now germany is one of those countries where reports have come out showing a decrease in birth rates and the german national office for statistics claims that the large birth decrease in quarter one 2022 could not have been caused by vaccinations because in quarter two 2021 young people did not get vaxxed now That's not true. 40% of 18 to 59-year-olds were vaxxed with two doses by the end of quarter two. So that's just a straight-up fucking lie. You got caught. South Dakota, a state that's never had a drop in birth rates, is reporting a drop in birth rates. The United Kingdom is reporting drop in birth rates. So it's happening almost all of these countries that rolled the vax out. And like I said earlier, unfortunately, this data is nine months old. We don't know what it's going to look like in another nine months or 18 months from now. And no one knows because they didn't do any clinical trials with pregnant people. That was supposed to be something that disqualified you. And if a woman happened to be pregnant and not know about it, and she got into the trial, the spontaneous abortion rate was over 80% for those women fucking catastrophe in the making. So now we're going to move on to another shit show called the airline industry. They are claiming record cancellations are due to weather and FAA understaffing. They're absolutely fucking lying. The airlines laid off 56,000 workers during the pandemic, then sold thousands of flights they knew they couldn't service and waited until the last minute to cancel. 100%, this is corporate fraud. This actually just happened to Garrett, and after two months of not being refunded, he finally had to file a dispute with his bank to get the money back. So these airlines know they don't have the staff for the amount of flights they're selling. They wait till two days before the flight and then cancel it on you? Come the fuck on. It's happening every weekend. Thousands of flights are being canceled, and some cities aren't even being serviced by United Airlines and other airlines like that. So there's some massive corporate fraud going on if you guys do go to buy an airline ticket make sure you use like a bank card that is going to be easy for you to dispute that shit when they decide to cancel and hold your money for three months it's a bunch of bullshit. no one's regulating it no one's even talking about it and the airlines keep claiming that it's weather conditions totally ignoring the fact that they forced thousands of employees to quit other employees have been injured by the vaccine and can't fly anymore due to cardiac issues and check this out a record number of pilots are finally speaking out there was an interview with the defender and It's basically commercial airline pilots discussing the COVID-19 vaccine injuries and basically the hostile industry environment injured and unvaxxed pilots have to navigate. So according to these individuals and groups, the number of pilots speaking out about their vaccine injuries is dwarfed by the number of pilots who are still flying despite experiencing concerning symptoms, but not speaking out because of what they describe as a culture of intimidation within the aviation industry. The individuals fear they will lose their jobs and livelihood in retaliation if they reveal their symptoms or go public with their stories. Last month, the defender published an account of several pilots, you guys. If you want, go to children's and type in exclusive pilots injured by COVID vaccine speak out. So they went hard in this interview. They basically pulled up a bunch of data and in the recent interview with the defender, a pilot by the name of Josh Yoder who was a pilot with a major commercial airline army combat veteran and a former flight medic and is the co-founder of USFS now in the interview Yoder said the FAA has been aware of cases of pilots suffering vaccine injuries since at least December 2021 that's when the California-based Advocates for citizens right hand delivered an open letter to the FAA major Airlines and their insurers Yoder said the USFF has received hundreds of phone calls from airline employees who are experiencing adverse reactions post COVID-19 vaccination. According to Yoder, the warning continued in the letter, including testimonies by world renowned experts, and they were completely ignored. I know. Shocking, right? He added that, quote, we are now beginning to see the consequences, and that's what I'm talking about. That's why you are seeing thousands of flights canceled. It has nothing to do with the weather people. So like I just told you, make sure when you buy airline tickets, do it with a bank card where you know it's easy to dispute and do chargebacks against them. Now, moving on to absolutely insane shit that makes you want to bang your head against the wall. Californians could get up to $350 a piece in inflation relief. No shit. Like that didn't help this whole situation, all the money they handed out. So, inflation relief checks could be in the bank account by the end of the year, and that's according to a tentative plan worked out by the California dictator Gavin Newsom and state lawmakers. It's part of the state's agreed $17 billion inflation relief package going out to 23 million Californians, meant to help offer relief for rising inflation and gas prices. Like, are you fucking serious? So, basically, if you're single and you earn less than $75,000 a year, you'll get $350. You'll get 250 dollars if you make less than $125,000 a year. And you'll get a $200 check if you make less than $250,000. So check this out. That means a family of three can receive up to $1,050 in relief. According to the state, 82% of people who will receive a payment fit this mold. These payments are supposedly going out as early as October, but most Californians will likely get their money early next year. I mean, have we fucking not learned anything? Apparently not. Apparently, we're on a fucking bunch of window lickers making laws around here. It's the most insane fucking thing going on in California. Well, one of the most insane things going on in California. Just fucking get the fuck out of here, Dictator Newsom. Get the fuck out. Now, an FDA is a corrupt, racketeering, bureaucratic joke of an organization, news. They have snuck through a quote-unquote future framework, and that will basically enable new direct-to-consumer pathways for novel pharma drugs with unacceptable risk-benefit profiles. So basically what that means is these fucking criminal organizations known as Big Pharma, they are going to be allowed to reformulate their kabobo shots and other drugs and skip clinical trials. No fucking shit, the FDA just passed this on the 28th of June, so it's a thing. So the relevant question here is not what the FDA's declared intentions and use for this are, but it is what can this new approval mechanism for OTC drugs be used for in the hands of a corrupted government agency like the FDA. Now more specifically this future framework for new COVID vaccines is a way to allow pharma products with unacceptable risk benefits profiles onto the market without adequately testing them and without consumers having an accurate grasp of the risk benefit profile. It's it's insane and this all just went through. This is not a conspiracy theory. Check it out. Go fucking to any search engine except Google and type in future framework FDA. It's insane that this shit was allowed to go through and it's just like crickets from the MSM. Crickets from you little bitch ass mainstream media propaganda wing for the government CIA operatives piece of shits. So at this point it's basically proven that the Pfizer and Moderna shots don't fucking stop infection. They don't stop transmission, hospitalization, not even death. Everyone knows this over half a billion doses of this product have been injected into americans in the past 17 months and these shots have made no impact on the course of the pandemic that's also not a conspiracy theory and if you actually look at the numbers more americans have died of the coronavirus since the introduction of these shots than before they were introduced now pfizer and moderna are making 50 billion dollars a year on these shots And of course, they want to continue the gravy train. And because the FDA is a totally bought off organization, they have just allowed these criminals to have a pathway to get more drugs out to people, which I still don't understand how these motherfuckers use tax money to develop these vaccines, yet they're still charging everybody. Just one of the fucking many questions I have for the clown world, which I'm sure will never be answered. And if it will, it'll be in like fucking history books 100 years from now talking shit about how corrupt this system is. Now, before I get out of here, I'm going to tell you about a story that the CIA-run rag New York Times put out that they're basically saying that big tech won't censor hard enough during midterm elections. It's like, really? Get the fuck out of here. The article complains that Facebook slash Meta has slashed its election misinformation team from 300 people during 2020 to just 60 and that Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard no longer meets with the team directly. Civil rights groups are also apparently upset that Zuckerberg is less interested in communicating with them about efforts to stop election misinformation. So according to the piece, Twitter is also likely to be less censorious towards election information due to the likelihood that it's about to be purchased by Elon Musk. So the president of the NAACP, Derek Johnson, says he's concerned. It appears to be out of sight, out of mind. These motherfuckers are never going to stop calling for more censorship. They just have their grubby little CIA fingers all over this shit and millions of people read this and millions of sheep probably completely buy into it. Like, oh, Zuckerberg, you need to tell me the truth because I'm not smart enough to figure out what the bullshit is. So it's nothing new. It's the same old bullshit from the media and big tech destroying the First Amendment. And you guys, we cannot let that happen. You got to fight that shit every step of the way. Now, Before I get out of here, I just have to say what's up to our top four downloading states with Tennessee in the lead, California, Ohio, and Arizona. That's what's up, you guys. And the other international listeners. What's up, guys? We have Australia. We have the UK. We have Canada. We have Netherlands. Hey, guys, what's up? And Germany. If you have any questions, if you want to see any of the documents I talk about, hit me up at at gmail.com and I will happily send it to you. If you guys have any ideas or stories you think I should dig into, send it my way. I'll be more than happy to check it out. But until next week, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.